All right, Jake, you got me by surprise. I want you to call uh, our pal. I just got off the phone with him. I'm giving you his number now. <laughs> this is what's known as on the fly, folks, on the fly. Uh, but um, Henry uh, Shykoff, uh, the great Henry, will be with us. Uh, I'm giving Jake the number to call right now. Um, he's so uh, invaluable with all that he does, experience, uh, and everything else. Uh, but, um, you know, he goes back a long way, a long way, Mr. Shankoff does. And he can certainly appreciate the goings-on of, uh, of Henry Kissinger back in the days of Richard Nixon, back in the days of Watergate. You know, we're talking the early 70s and whatnot. But Kissinger, if you grew up in the era there, folks, you know, was as dominant a figure on the political landscape, as really as anyone else. I mean, he just dominated the scene, Kissinger did. And a guy who was born, obviously passed away yesterday at age 100. So think about it. You know, he was born in 1923. We got him. And Henry, uh, who's been with us, you know, he's through campaigns and everything else, Bloomberg, Clinton, we know the great Henry Sheinkoff. But when it comes to being an historian, I can think of no one better to have on for a couple of minutes. Who so appreciate this, uh, Mr. Hank Shinkoff. Welcome, my friend. Um, got the news last night. We all did regarding uh, Henry Kissinger, and I could only think, uh, Hank, the political iconic nature of an individual like no other back in those days. And you know, when you think about uh, the accomplishments and everything else. I mean, a hundred years from now, they'll be talking about him. As far as uh, no question, yeah. all that he did. Well, Welcome. We appreciate a couple well, of minutes. If you can elaborate I'm, a little, well, I'm grateful, and I'm I'm grateful to speak with you always. Kissinger's place in history is well, well, well founded. He represents uh, the end of the American century, quite frankly. An interventionist foreign policy that has a good deal to do with shuttle diplomacy and things that he invented and created based upon the force of his personality and his knowledge and fear of the world. And there's a couple of great books about how he came to this conclusion following in the footsteps of, of, of Hans Morgenthau and other uh, particularly German uh, thinkers about foreign policy and relationships between nations. Um, it is not a foreign policy that, uh, that allows for America to be weak under at any moment. It uh, requires a strong, um, a strong nation that is prepared to intervene militarily to ensure that it's... Uh, it is protected and that its foreign policy goals are met. Yeah. Um, Hank, give me a sense as far as Watergate. Because, I mean, that was something else. And Kissinger, you know, was front and center. You know, he was one of those front and center individuals with all that was going on, you know, with Richard Nixon and everything else. You know, here's a guy who, you know, he was a juggler. I mean, you think about it, this incredible Secretary of State had to balance so much and lo and behold, uh, here comes Watergate. And, you know, the country was on its side and everything else. But Henry Kissinger, front and center Watergate, give me a sense what you were going through there. I don't think that Kissinger would be deterred by anything. He set uh, foreign policy goals. I mean, the opening of China alone during that period of time of Nixon, while Nixon was going through very significant difficulties, ultimately... Um, ending in his resignation. If Danny hadn't resigned, he would have been indicted. You know, it was really simple. 
He did not stop. The incursion in Cambodia is something he will be remembered for, which um, which violated international law and resulted in more significant problems for the United States of America. He will be remembered for the murder of Allende in Chile, um, which was absolutely unnecessary by any measure. And uh, he'll be remembered also for for, uh, for forcing Israel to agree to go to the table to negotiate before he would uh, give the Israelis arms in 1973 during the Yom Kippur War, um, resulting in, frankly, the deaths of probably a thousand more boys than was necessary. Yeah, no he doubt about it. Had, he was a guy who had uh, who, who who had one particular view of the world that was uh, a fearful one, uh, having lived through the Second World War, having served in the army, having been expelled with his family, or been able, lucky enough to get out from Germany, um, or he would have been killed along with the rest of his family. Um, and they built a life, a very very significant immigrant life in New York City, just getting here with nothing and and becoming and going to Harvard and becoming someone whose whose works and books were written until he was in his late nineties. Pretty extraordinary life. No question. Talking with Hank Shankoff, the life of Henry Kissinger passed away at age one hundred uh, yesterday. You know, it's interesting, Hank. He left government, yet criticized beyond. I always remember that. You know, they argue that he should kind of be called to account for his policies, talking about Southeast Asia, support of repressive regimes uh, in uh, Latin America. So even after he left the scene, uh, he got criticized beyond, and he handled it so nobly. Well, he was criticized, certainly, for his behavior as a Jew, and that was a big story, which I, frankly, you know, I talked to him about. I got a call that morning. Um, from somebody who asked me to speak with him, and I talked to him about how to handle it, and I said you should disappear for a couple of months, which is what he did, essentially. The um, groveling before Nixon, uh, when Nixon went through one of his uh, Jew-bashing uh, phases, um, but he was undeterred. The extraordinary thing about Henry Kissinger is he was he believed in his a very paranoid kind of uh, fearful sense about how the world functioned, and we know now that that happens to be pretty much correct and uh, the protection of alliances, and doing things that, frankly, had long-term historical impact um, on a gamble, and some of which were very smart, and others, like the Cambodian incursion, the murder of Allende, um, just will not will be looked upon in history with, in, in almost a criminal fashion. You know, um, you know, it was amazing. You bring up the Paris negotiations that ultimately... Sure. You know, it was kind of an interval. Uh, he called it that way, some sort of a decent interval, basically. And that was to get the U.S. out of that war in Vietnam. And a couple of years later, we know what happened to Saigon there and the communists where it fell to. But he was absolutely incredible. You know, this policy of um, detente with the Soviet Union back then, as it was called. Right. It, led, it led to the, you know, arms control agreements and a lot of possibilities have raised the tensions of the Cold War and the nuclear threat. No question. You know, it just didn't have to be. And he was well, one of those guys that kind of accentuated that point and a lot of people will listen back in the day. Well, his basic argument here is you cannot fight multiple conflicts at the same time. And the ones you pick have to be those that in fact secure your strategic position at all costs. And if necessary, we'll force you to go to war to protect that strategic position. The war in Vietnam did not provide that that um, that kind of positioning for the United States of America. He uh, sought to get us out of it, but couldn't get us out of it quickly enough. That's problem one. The uh, detente with the Soviet Union was brilliant, ultimately resulting in uh, in in the ending of the Cold War, um, 
but really didn't end it because American foreign policy to that to this point has resulted now uh, or permitted Putin to get away with uh, first entering into the Black Sea in the Ukraine and now going to war uh, and a war that we have to support or we will lose international stature. Kissinger understood that a weak nation with no with without a military force, as I've said before, that backed up its foreign policy decisions would be overtaken in a world that he, he visualized as one being a, almost of terror and of uh, fear. And that projection of his was the, was the guiding principle, frankly, whether we like it or not, of American foreign policy for the years that he was an influential person, simply put. Talking with Hank Shankoff, the life of Henry Kissinger. Um, you know, speaking of the Middle East and everything else, he conducted this shuttle diplomacy in the quest for peace sure. there. You know, he was, he was incredible. You, you talk about uh, channels he used with ties between the U.S. and China, and that ended, folks, uh, many, many years of isolation and hostility between the two. I'm just curious, Frank, uh, Frank, excuse me, Hank, I'm just curious what Kissinger, if he had anything to say, now we know he was in, he was in his final months, obviously, um, but did he say anything shedding light on this current situation that you know of as well, far as was, Israel and the Palestinians in Gaza? Did he give you anything there? No, he didn't give us anything there, but the, he did speak at a um, at a conference, at a dinner, the Appeal to Conscience Foundation dinner, which I guess was two months ago, and the, um, the speech he gave was about the dangers and the possibilities for artificial intelligence as a means to uh, to, to keep the world system out of coach, out of uh, out of trouble and into trouble, if not watch carefully. So he was a forward-thinking guy. Whether you liked his opinion or not, whether you liked uh, what he had to say, but as a thinker. He ranks in the 20th century um, in the same place as Metternich, Prince Metternich did um, in the 19th century. And that is not a small accomplishment nor a small thing to say, that the world system as we know it today, for all its faults, was a Kissinger-created system that kept the United States out of major war for an extended period of time. When you consider yeah. that the world, that the Pax Americana uh, ended recently, but was something that Americans put in place from 1945 going forward, the deaths of those boys. You want to know why? Go to Normandy and you'll see what, what the cost was. That's an excellent Kissinger point. Protected that, Kissinger protected that system, kept it in place, um, and until, and just, it's now coming to an end, um, but it is an extraordinary achievement. No question. One final thought. Um, he went on a book tour, even at age 99, if you could believe it, he did. And, you know, he was still active. And you, when you think about it, uh, he because his involvement in global affairs, even the last couple of months, he met Xi, Chinese leader, uh, you know, in Beijing. You know, relations at a low point, yet he was there. Uh, you know, he was so involved, even until the end, Hank Shaikov. That is so amazing to me. I can only imagine a guy like Xi Jinping must have thought, here's Kissinger back in the day, if all that happened with the hostilities and everything else, uh, and here he is at, at age 99, and he's meeting, uh, you know, with this Chinese dictator. That, that had to be something else on both sides. Well, you got to think about it this way, that the creating of relationships allowed him to engage in shuttle, shuttle diplomacy, plus the power of the United States, the extraordinary power of the United States to back him up. That kind of persona and those kinds of relationships never die. And in times of crisis, people like that are sought. 
But there was only one person like that, and Henry Kissinger is the only one that go to Chi and say, by the way, do we really have to have the aggravation that we're having now? Can you tone it down a little? And you might you might credit Kissinger with keeping China out of the uh, directly out of the Ukraine and Israeli Israeli Arab conflicts today, and that's an extraordinary achievement. It really is extraordinary. You are, sir, and we appreciate a couple of minutes as uh, we look back on the incredible life. Uh, I'll tell you, you talk about a template of an individual uh, holding the office of Secretary of State, ladies and gentlemen. Read if you have not already about Henry Kissinger. And uh, Henry Shinkoff, uh, we look forward to having you on many more conversations as we get into a very important year for all of us. Thank you for having me on, and uh, we owe Henry Kissinger both a debt and uh, a criticism, but there have been few like him, a man who came with nothing from Germany, a refugee wound up uh, going to Harvard and influencing the world. Pretty extraordinary. No question about it. Hey, Shankoff, ladies and gentlemen, Shankoff Communications. Thank you, Henry. Appreciate it. Thank you. All the best.